In the Word on the Go is brought to you by New Growth Press, the publisher helping every person grow closer to Christ. What does it look like to be yourself and live in the freedom of Jesus during those middle and high school years? In her latest book, Be Loved, social media influencer and speaker Emma May Jenkins chronicles her high school journey through sports, work, school, friends, and even navigating the lunchroom, all while living out her faith. Find your next read to encourage you in your faith and learn more about new releases at newgrowthpress.com. This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm your host, Champ Thornton. Whether you're listening by yourself or with the family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today, I'm welcoming Kristen Hatton. Kristen is a native Texan now putting roots down in Edmond, Oklahoma with her husband, who's a pastor and church planter there, along with their three children. Through leading a small group Bible study of teenagers, she has discovered her passion for teaching and writing about God's grace and redemptive parenting. She's the author of FaceTime, Your Identity in a Selfie World, Get Your Story Straight, A Teen's Guide to Learning and Living the Gospel, and A Study on the Book of Exodus for Students. Kristen, it's great to have you on the podcast today. Well, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here with you today. So Kristen, what verse do you have for us today? Well, my verse is 2 Corinthians 12, 9. And that is, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So, Kristen, we'd like to start the program off by asking each person how they would put that verse in their own words. How would you paraphrase it? Okay, sure. Facing my weaknesses is when his strength becomes more of a reality in my life, which frees me to stop striving to be strong. Okay, so how would this verse point us to Christ? Sure. The more I think that we see how weak and needy we really are, is the more we see our need for Christ's sufficiency for us. So it's actually a good thing to be weak. Uh, we don't like to think of it that way because we want to be strong. But when we are strong, we don't know how much we need Jesus. So it's no fun to feel weak and inadequate, although the Lord leads us in those directions because we need Christ so much. So how has this affected you personally? Yeah, well, by nature, I am a performancist. Performancist, <laughs> am I saying that right? <laughs> by that, I mean that I um, thrive on getting things done and getting mm. them done efficiently and right. well. Yeah. I'm an Enneagram 3, if that tells you anything about me, but um, <laughs> A couple problems with me getting things done efficiently and well as I can live is if I don't need Jesus and appear to others as if I have it all together, or as my daughter says, perfect. Now, certainly that's not true, but when I realized that my college daughter didn't feel safe confiding in me because she didn't see me as being able to identify with her and her failures is mm -hmm. when I was faced with the reality of living out of my own self-sufficiency. And so in particular, this hit me one night when my daughter called me upset and stressed out. She wanted to talk. Um, but then abruptly, she decided it was really my husband that she wanted to talk to. Hmm. And so I handed him my cell phone and I'm like, what's up? Like she called me and now she would rather talk to dad. Um, but even before that night, like I sensed that she was starting to shut me out and I couldn't really figure out why. Hmm. So 
as you can probably imagine, after my husband hung up with her from my phone, I was anxious to hear what she had said to him. And he said, you know, before I tell you anything about what she said to me, there's something that you need to hear. Hmm. And he said, Kristen, what she needs is for you to identify with her, not try to fix her. Hmm. And so over continued conversations with both my husband and my daughter, I came to face how my idol of control and the aura of perfection that I inadvertently portrayed to her Hmm. is what was pushing her away. Hmm. And um, both of those prevented her from seeing me as in the same boat of needing um, a savior, of needing rescue, that I was also simple and broken. And honestly, my idols hindered me from seeing that about myself too. I just was strong in and of myself. So it's one thing to address our own weaknesses and failures, but then how do we actually take this verse and try to speak it into the lives of others? Um, well, in the same way it hit me, when we try to get it all together ourselves and fight to be strong, we're acting as if we are God mm-hmm. and God wants us to come to him as we are to live dependent. And this requires humility and weakness. And so instead of seeing weakness as a bad thing, the way our culture tends to view it, mm-hmm. to turn it on its head and to see that Jesus came for the weak, not the strong, that means we are free to live out of our brokenness. And what we do is when we see that he is strong for us. Um, And I also came to realize that I can't fix anybody, including myself, that I am weak, that I need, that I need Jesus. So you would think that acknowledging your weaknesses is just something simple to do, but (laughs) what makes it so difficult? Yeah, it's not easy. (laughs) Everything in our culture speaks against this verse because our Hmm. culture says to pull yourself up, to be strong, to be brave, to put a smile on. And so we think that not doing these things would be bad. And so we hide and pretend that we're strong and have it all together. And that's why we put up these masks, because we're afraid to be vulnerable. We're, we don't want to see anything insufficient in us. But then again, we're li- living as if we are God or trying to be God. Yeah, those factors really do make it difficult, but it's encouraging that the Lord walks us through this and it's his grace that sustains us through all these things. Let me read it for us again. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. It says, but he said to me, that is Jesus speaking to Paul, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is perfected in weakness. Therefore, I will most gladly boast all the more about my weakness so that Christ's power may reside in me. Kristen, how do you hope that the Lord would use this verse to change children today and families as they're growing up? Well, I hope that it would um, free us to um, live out of our brokenness and need and that we would see with more clarity our sin, which would lead to more specific confession repentance. I think Mm. so often we'll just say generally, oh yeah, I'm a sinner. But when we really start to see how needy and broken we are, it makes our confession more specific and we learn to live more dependent on Jesus and be okay with that. Kristen, what do you think are some good questions that listeners might be able to think about or discuss amongst themselves when they're done with this podcast? Well, I mean, one, why are we not okay with not being okay? Mm -hmm. I think that gets to the heart of like why we try to cover up. Um, Maybe where are you trying to be strong Mm -hmm. or um, where are you covering up your weaknesses Mm -hmm. and sin and why? Those are good questions to consider because it really gets at the heart, right? Not just the actions and the behaviors, but actually gets down to the motivations in our heart, which is beneath it all. Exactly. So Kristen, thank you for drawing our attention to this verse and thanks for being with us on the podcast today.
Would you take a moment and pray this verse for our listeners as we close? Sure. Uh, Dear Lord, help us to see ourselves as weak and needy and broken sinners, because only in that condition do we know how much we need a Savior. And help us in seeing ourselves rightly to see your heart for us in this condition is still steadfast, loving kindness. We struggle with weakness because we think in your eyes it's a bad thing. So to know you actually long for us to come to you in our brokenness is so freeing. Help us to know it's true. And thank you, Lord, that it is. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by New Growth Press, which aims to bring gospel-centered resources to every church and home. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.